This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hi guys and welcome to Odds on La Liga. We have 29th match there with us. We have uh, Sevilla Atlético de Madrid, a very good game, but we also have the Copa del Rey final, Athletic Real Sociedad. So we are going to analyze everything with Álvaro Romeo, but I also want to know your opinion. Remember, so leave a comment below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet. And if you enjoy the videos, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. Spanish football is back this weekend. We have nine La Liga games and the Copa del Rey final that Álvaro Romeo is uh, looking forward to it. How? Hi, Álvaro, how are you? Very well, thank you, Edu. To be honest with you, it's a very exciting week, but everything is so exciting because the last 10 games of La Liga are coming up now in the next eight weeks. 30 points remaining, nothing has been decided. We have a three-horse title race, three teams fighting for a place in the Europa League or in the Conference League. Uh, the teams in the bottom of the table, they are pushing hard to escape relegation. And we have two cup finals in April. So, I mean, what can go wrong? I mean, everything is beautiful uh, at this time of the year and I cannot wait for the football to continue. So let's start placing our bets in La Liga and we will analyze the Copa del Rey final at the end. On Friday, we have Levante Huesca, odds for Levante, quite appealing, I would say, 2.25 to beat the bottom of the table. Huesca, salvation, far, far away, four points, still they are alive, but it's going to be difficult for them, I think, and Levante. We know how rock solid they are, Alvaro. Difficult to a team difficult to beat, even if they lost against Betis in their last game. They were able to win the derby at home in their last home game. That's why I kind of fancy the odds here for Levante. Yeah, I know, uh, and I like what you mentioned before. Levante to win, um, it's good enough for me. That pays 2:30. Uh, let's don't forget that Huesca's away record this season is pretty awful. They have won only one game, they have drawn six, and they have lost seven. So Levante to win is good enough. Uh, the team of Levante, they are doing quite all right. I mean, they are 12 points off the relegation, 10 points far from Europe. They reached the cup semi-final and uh, their last five scorelines prove that they are very dangerous. They beat Atletico, they beat Valencia, they drew with Athletic de Bilbao and only lost to Betis and Real Sociedad. So they got eight points out of uh, that diabolic run of fixtures. Uh, I think that their target right now it's very simple, probably to finish the season ahead of Valencia, which is something that they haven't done in many, many, many years. Uh, and of course, there is another target to keep their best players for next season as well, because uh, I was reading the other day that Levante has to sell for a price of 16, 17 million just to meet the La Liga financial uh, restrictions. And there is a player like the Frutos that is catching the eye of some of the best clubs in Europe, including Real Madrid, apparently, or that is the rumor. Uh, when it comes to Huesca, yeah, they are bottom of the table. Uh, I think that they drew against Osasuna in the last game, which was very good. Uh, the manager Pacheta suffering in the touchline was something very, very nice to see. But finally, Huesca got a point. 
but I don't see them uh, winning this game. So I'm going to go for Levante to win, yes. And also there is another market that I should mention. I find it quite appealing too, Edu. Uh, it's the under two goals market, because I think that this is going to be a tight game uh, when it comes to scoring, especially because Wesca is going to defend a lot. Uh, so under two goals market, that pays 260. Okay, then on Saturday, we have two teams playing for the Europa League quarterfinals head-to-head, Granada-Villarreal, for sure, both are keeping an eye on these uh, games. Granada, they are facing Man United, uh, Villarreal, they are facing Dinamo Zagreb, and in, when it comes to La Liga, for sure, Villarreal have a, a lot more to play for because they are seven, they are still uh, fighting to get into the European positions. They beat Cadiz in their last uh, game, whereas Granada, they lost with Valencia. And basically, I think they will put everything, absolutely everything in that Man United game. That's why the odds here are lower for Villarreal 2.25. Yeah, I think that both teams are going to put a lot of eggs in the Europa League basket. Uh, because, look, let me explain very quickly the situation of each of uh, the teams in uh, La Liga. Granada, uh, they have 36 points, so they are far from relegation, but far from Europe. And when it comes to Villarreal, I mean, it's true that they got two wins before the international break, which was very good, because Villarreal, uh, at the beginning of March, they were in a bad moment. Uh, but they are 12 points away from the Champions League, right? 12 points away from the Champions League, Villarreal. So it's pretty much impossible for them to qualify for the Champions League via La Liga. However, they are only five games away from qualifying from, to the Champions League via the Europa League. So I think they are going to put a lot of eggs in that basket, Villarreal. Look, uh, Granada is impressive. This season they have played already 47 games. Or to put it more correctly, the game against Villarreal is going to be their 47th game. Uh, players like Jorge Molina, who is 38 years old, who is turning 39 this year, they have played more than 2,000 minutes. So, uh, hats off to a team that is doing so well this season. I think that this game is going to be um, difficult to, to prepare for the managers because they will be probably thinking about the Europa League. So, I'm going to go for the following. Maybe a little bit of uh, defensive laxity, defensive weaknesses, both teams to score, that pays 190. I like it almost duplicates your bet. And an Asian handicap of zero for Granada is something I find very appealing here. That pays 271. I also like that Asian handicap zero for Granada, considering the high odds for Granada. These two teams are playing in the Europa League and the only survivor in La Liga in the Champions League is Real Madrid. They are playing against Eibar. Remember the next game, they play Barcelona. So it's going to be Liverpool, El Clásico, Liverpool. So this should be an easy game for Real Madrid against Eibar. But uh, we've uh, understood already this season how Real Madrid struggle against uh, weak teams in uh, La Liga. So Alvaro, the odds are 1.36 for Real Madrid. So probably it's actually even good to check uh, Asian Handicap plus one or plus two for Eibar or plus 1.5 because we know how Real Madrid struggled to beat Elche, for instance, in their last uh, home game. Yes, I know. Mm, that would be a decent market. Uh, I've got uh, still my doubts about uh, the capacity of Real Madrid to uh, score a lot of goals. So the Asian handicap with Real Madrid this season could have been a little bit tricky. Uh, look, uh, there is some background uh, here that uh, is worth uh, mentioning. Last season, Real Madrid, uh, were a rocket in the final stages of La Liga. They got 31 points out of 33. And I think that if they want to win La Liga this season, 
they need something like that. So it's time for them to wake up and it's time to, for them to, to start becoming what they were uh, in June 2020. It will be easier, of course, uh, with Tony Cruz, with Eden Hazard, with Fede Valverde, with Arba Carvajal. They are all injured and it's very unlikely that they will play against Eibar. But it is likely that at least Tony Cross will play against Liverpool, which is a massive addition for Real Madrid. What can I tell you that you don't know? Uh, you know, the game against Liverpool on the 6th of April is going to probably keep Real Madrid thinking, oh my God, let's don't get any other injury. But at the same time, they have to beat Eibar. And Eibar this season, they have been really, really bad. They, they've got only 23 points. They are two points far from staying in Primera División. And the, in the last games, they dropped points against Elche against Huesca and against Cadiz. So those games that we were thinking, well, this is Eibar's time to get three points, they didn't get the three points. That's why they are in such a difficult situation. So here, if you want to get some easy money, I will go for the following. Real Madrid to win the second half, that pays 167. It's not a lot of value, but if you, for example, you know, you make a high bet, obviously you are getting good money for it. And I like the over three goals market here. Why? Let's don't forget that Real Madrid has conceded goals in their last four league games. Let's say that Eibar scores one, Real Madrid wins 3-1, for example, something like that. So the over three goals market will give you 232, and I really back that one as well. Mm -hmm. And we have Benzema ready because he always rests when there is an international break. Sometimes <laughs> uh, that's not call him, so it's a good idea also to put your money on Benzema scoring actually. Then, from Valdebebas, we have Osasuna, Getafe, two teams that I think if uh, they win this game, they can be absolutely sure that they will stay in Primera, probably even if they lose, because they have some uh, points now from the relegation zone. Getafe is six points away from the relegation. It's, gone, it's been a very tough season for them. They drew against Elche, they drew against Atletico in their last uh, two home games. And Osasuna is a team that is very difficult to beat uh, right now, Alvaro. They drew against West Ham Valladolid with no goals. So probably even the draw is something we can expect here. Not seeing many goals is something also that we can expect in El Sadar. You're absolutely right. I'm going for the draw straight away, Edu. That uh, triples up your bet and gives you 302 at this minute, uh, at the time of recording this show. Look, Osasuna, they are seven points off the relegation. Uh, they could have sacked Arrasate, because I think that he went winless for 12 or 13 games in La Liga this season, but they kept him and the decision paid off. Uh, good news for them is that Chimi Avila returned to the match day squad before the international break, uh, after more than a year in the sidelines. sidelines. In fact, it was more than 400 days in the sidelines. Poor man, uh, he's back. I don't know about his form, probably he's not great, but uh, anyway, uh, I. I'm really happy about uh, such, a, such an important player uh, being back for, for Osasuna and especially for, for his own health and for his own... Uh, he, he can basically start playing football and this is great. And Getafe, look, uh, as you said before, they have uh, improved and uh, those results that you mentioned, they are uh, quite uh, meaningful, I would say. Uh, they got a draw against Elche, okay, that's fine. But they go a draw against Atlético de Madrid as well. Those two points in the last two games tells you that this is a very well improved team. And also, there is another little detail that I want to flag here. They have conceded only four goals in the last five games. So Getafe is uh, recovering 
mm, their solid structure again. And this is very important because at some point this season it looked like they could be fighting to avoid relegation. Look, they are 17 points worse off than the last season at this stage. But this is history already. Getafe has to think about this season. They have to think about staying in Primera Division. So I'm going to back the draw because I think that the draw works very well for both teams. And the under two goals market, I love it as well. Um, in yeah. the Osasuna Getafe, the under two goals market pays 225. I also like it. Uh, Bordalas will leave uh, Getafe at the end of the season and hopefully also Getafe will stay in Primera. I think it's much uh, unlikely that Alaves yeah. stay in Primera. They play now against Celta and Celta at this stage of the season. I think they are a very dangerous team because it was a team that was an under pressure, they had to fire also the coach uh, and now they are completely safe. They had a very good run of victories at the beginning of the year. So with no pressure, we know that they have very good men, very good players. Of course, Iago Aspas, who also rested because uh, I don't understand, but Christian Enrique didn't call him. So the odds actually for Celta to beat Alaves is 2.66. And even if Alaves were this close to get a point against Atletico de Madrid, they are really bad, Alvaro, and they at this point I think they are they look that they are going down. Only yes. one point in the last games. That's that's it. That's true. I mean, uh, that's why I'm going to take Celta to win away, as you said before. Two sixty-six uh, sounds like good we enough agree. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, Celta to win away, definitely. Let's don't forget that uh, Alaves they are in a terrible run. Uh, the best thing for them though is that they have already played against Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atlético de Madrid, so they won't have to face teams of this quality anymore this season. But still, it's going to be so difficult for them to to stay in Primera División. And there is another thing. Also, there have been a couple of uh, you know, well, one actually problem in the locker room that. Uh, must affect the team somehow because uh, Lucas Perez is a very important player for Alaves and Abelardo after the game against Atletico de Madrid said that the uh, players uh, who show no compromise did not have a place in Alaves and he was referring to Lucas Perez so it's going to be more difficult to stay um, at the top flight if you don't have a player like Lucas Perez that's for sure uh, when it comes to Celta look uh, Chacho Coudet the manager he has done a half of the season as Delta manager already. Delta uh, had played 19 games under him and they got 27 points. That's good enough. Uh, not brilliant, but definitely good. Not brilliant, but definitely good. Uh, under this average, 54 points uh, in a full season, uh, in a projection of a full season. Delta will probably be close to qualifying to Europa League. So that's quite all right. Uh, I think that uh, for this game, Araujo, and Emre more cool return, uh, which gives Celta more depth ahead of the game. And there is one market here that I love. I love this one. It's the Asian handicap of minus one for Celta. That pays 465, and I don't think that is crazy in any sort of level. Celta can win this game at Alaves, uh, sorry, at Vitoria, uh, not with a heavy scoreline, but definitely with a nice margin. I also agree, uh, Celta again a dangerous team at this stage of the season, a team that is also in a good run is uh, Betis, they are six, uh, they are now qualified for Europe, they beat Levante in their last game after the defeat in the derby, but that was an accident, I think they were also competitive, five victories in the last six games and now they travel to Elche and uh, at the Martinez Valero, 
they should win, of course. We see the odds, 1.9 only for Betis. But be careful because Elche won their last uh, two home games against Sevilla Neibar and they are competitive at this stage of the season and they are out of the relegation zone right now. By two points, but they are out, yes. Uh, look, I think that the odds uh, for this uh, game are very favorable for Betis. Maybe a little bit exaggerated, uh, if I may say. Uh, I can see why, though, uh, because uh, Betis uh, has improved a lot in 2021. I consider them appealing, attractive to watch, but I wouldn't define Betis as a reliable team. All these things say, I think that they are fun and they can beat Elche. And if they beat Elche, they are going to beat them probably scoring a decent amount of goals. So I think that the odds are a little bit exaggerated, but I'm going to jump on board with them. So an Asian handicap of minus one for Betis is something I really fancy here. That pays 261. All right. Yeah, I think the odds are very low for Betis, actually 1.9. And this is a dangerous one. Also, the next game is quite dangerous to bet on, I think. Cadiz, Valencia, Cadiz, they are still in trouble, actually. They are not uh, safe. Six points clear from relegation. That's all right. They lost against uh, Villarreal before the international break, and they were able to beat Eibar at least at home. But they are not a good team playing at home. Valencia is a really bad team playing uh, away. Um, they won at home against Granada, so now we can say at least that Valencia are safe, but away, Álvaro, they are terrible. The last six games, one draw and five defeats. That's why it's uh, really difficult to trust any of these teams. Probably even the draw is the most likely result. As the bookies give uh, Valencia lower odds, 2.49, but again, difficult to trust. It's difficult. Eh? This one, I agree with you. Uh, I was thinking a little bit about it. Uh, look, Cadiz, uh, they are six points off the relegation. Uh, probably all this, uh, all this is thanks to the first half of the season they did. Because look, uh, since the fifth of December, you know, almost four months ago, uh, Cadiz has only achieved three wins in La Liga. That is a very concerning trajectory going into the last ten games of the season. It's very concerning. Valencia, as you well said, away from home. They haven't been reliable. I think that they can feel safe now uh, because they got four wins in a row at home and they are 10 points away from relegation. And I'm going to, I'm going to expect Valencia playing a little bit of more free-flowing football now that they know that they are going to be fine. They are safe, you know, and this team has definitely more potential than Cadiz. I'm not uh, revealing any secret here. Mangala and Cherisev are back again, um, apparently, uh, which will give Valencia uh, more options for the match day squad. This is always good because Valencia has had many injuries this season. So I'm going to back the following. Valencia to win, I like it. That is 248. But there is another one that I like even better. An Asian handicap of minus 0.25 for Valencia. Meaning that if Valencia wins, you get 211. And if they draw, you lose half your bet. I will back that one. Mm -hmm. When you put together Sheriff and Cadiz, I have uh, goosebumps actually remembering how Real Madrid were kicked out of the Copa del Rey. Yes! <laughs> 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 True. Thank you, Tochendo, by the way. 
Then I think was yeah I forgot actually who was the coach. I think Benitez now was the coach of Real Madrid. No, it was Zidane. It was Zidane, I believe. I believe. I'm not hundred percent sure. Maybe it was Benitez around that time, Edu. But then you won the Champions League. You always do the same. So pretty sure was Benitez. Well, from Cadiz, let's go very close, Sevilla, and this is the game of the games. Actually, this is a very important game, I think, for La Liga title, Sevilla, Atlético de Madrid, first against the fourth, because Atlético, they are struggling to win every single game. Now they beat Alaves only 1-0, and because uh, Oblak uh, saved a penalty, they are out of the Champions League, so for sure the focus uh, 100% is in La Liga and Sevilla after this crisis being kicked out of the Copa del Rey in the semi-finals after having a 2-0 result in the first leg with Barcelona out of the Champions League. They got a draw against Valladolid with Bono, the goalkeeper, scoring the equalizer in the last minute, but they were able to beat Elche and Betis and it's never easy to win at the Sanchez Pizjuan, so I see trouble here for Atletico de Madrid. I'm going to be so boring here. I'm going to go for the draw all the way. Look, the draw at the full time, that pays 318, but the draw at the half time pays 194. And I find that so appealing, almost duplicates your bet. Look, uh, the, the bookmakers are expecting few goals for this game, and me too. I think that. Uh, Atlético de Madrid uh, is better when the, the opponent has the initiative, but Sevilla doesn't have any reason to take the initiative in this game. Why they should? Uh, if anything, because they, they play at home, but they, they won't have the pressure of their supporters anyway. Uh, so Atlético probably will have the ball more than they would want. And when they have the ball, normally they are not particularly dangerous. And uh, for example, some players like Marcos Llorente, who has been excellent as an attacking midfielder, uh, this season he has been played uh, lately, this season, he has been playing in deeper positions and not being able to show his quality up front. Uh, Luis Suarez, uh, he's been good this season, but uh, against the top clubs, okay, sometimes he may struggle a little bit that happened in the Champions League. However, he scored against Real Madrid, so, you know, sometimes he does well, sometimes he doesn't do too well, but uh, he's not the reliable player he was five years ago, that's for sure. Uh, I think that there are two different targets here. Sevilla wants to consolidate themselves as a Champions League club. Let's don't forget that if they qualify for the Champions League, this will be their second season in a row playing Champions League football, and this is going to be key to keep players like Jules Koundé, to keep players like, uh, for example, uh, Lucas Ocampos. Uh, Atlético de Madrid, however, they are fighting for La Liga, and this is going to be so interesting. In April, they play against Sevilla, they play against Betis, they have a trip to Bilbao, so they better do the job against Sevilla. It's not going to be easy. So uh, I'm going for the draw at the halftime, as I said before. I like the Asian handicap zero for Sevilla. That duplicates your bet. Uh, if Sevilla wins, you win. If Sevilla draws, you get a refund. Uh, but the draw at the full time is my favorite. That pays 318. Then let's go for the draw. And if Atletico drop points, uh, now we have four points difference between Atletico and Barcelona. We expect Barcelona to win. Let's analyze now Barcelona-Valladolid. It will be a really good El Clásico, actually, with the three big teams in Spain in maybe two, three points, uh, because after this game, again, Barcelona-Valladolid, we have El Clásico next weekend. Barcelona, they are on fire, actually. They were one of the best teams, uh, well, the best team in La Liga, for sure, before the international break. Let's see how they react 
after this break with Dembélé, for instance, scoring for France. Remember, they thrust uh, Real Sociedad 2-6 with an 1-6, sorry, with an amazing performance of the team before the break. And Valladolid, Álvaro, they are better, we can say. They drew against Sevilla, they should have won. They drew against Osasuna, but they are still in danger, four points away from relegation. So they need for sure to fight every single game and try even to get points from Camp Nou, something that is a mission impossible, I think, right now. Only. Yeah, a, a very difficult mission, for sure. Look, uh, Barcelona haven't lost a, a game in La Liga since the 5th of December against Cadiz. Funnily enough, I said before that Cadiz ever since then. Uh, they have won only three games, so you can see that the trajectories have been uh, totally reverted for the, both, team, both teams. Against Real Sociedad, Barcelona was uh, so good that they, are, they probably signed, uh, they put their signature on their best performance of the season. Uh, but I don't know if this international break was very convenient for them, you know, because uh, when you are playing so well and getting the results, you want to play more, 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 more often. You want to play as many games as possible. And suddenly the international break, stopping two weeks, could be a little bit of a downer for them. The good thing, thing for Barcelona is that in this international break, players like uh, Gerard Piquet and Sergi Roberto, uh, they've been um, getting better from their injuries and uh, they could be back against Valladolid, considering that the game is on Monday. Uh, Barcelona still has to play against Real Madrid and Atlético de Madrid. They've got such a difficult calendar, especially because they are going to play two finals this season against these two teams. They shouldn't make a mistake about, against Valladolid, and they should um, play for La Liga, uh, title deciding games against Real Madrid and Atlético. So they have to get to those games uh, with as many points as possible. The odds for Barcelona are very generous. Uh, the odds for um, the game anticipate many goals. So, just as an example, the Asian handicap minus two for Barcelona only pays 160. It's, it's not enough, obviously. Uh, Valladolid, uh, they have improved, but uh, the international break, instead of having a soothing effect for them because they could train and all that, it's been pretty bad because they had a COVID outbreak in the camp last week. And uh, probably the manager Sergio will be very concerned about this. Maybe four or five or six players won't be able to feature for them this time. Look, I think that the odds here um, are so generous for Barcelona that you have to go to some other markets than the Asian handicap. For example, the over two goals in the second half is something unlike. When Barcelona scores the first, then the second, the third and the fourth come easily. Over two goals in the second half pays 196. And another one that is very simple, very easy to understand. Barcelona to win both halves, that duplicates exactly your bet. And I will go for that one. It's very difficult to find value in this uh, game, as you said. And then, Álvaro, we have all the games in La Liga. Let's analyze the Copa del Rey final in uh, Sevilla, Athletic Real Sociedad. Basque Country Derby, Athletic, 23 Copa del Rey title, but the last one was in 1984, their last final in 2015. Real Sociedad, only two titles, the last one was in 1987. We checked the odds and Real Sociedad, they are slightly favorite, 2.68. Athletic, 3.06. This is for the outright market, not to win the title. By the way, um, well, tell us what you expect. Uh, the first rule of gambling also is do not gamble if your heart is in the game. <laughs> 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 
But let's see what uh, good markets we can have and what you do you expect about this final. There are two things I want to say here, Edu. Number one, I'm not going to bet in this game because I will be betting with my heart and not with my head, and that will be a very bad idea. And number two, I wouldn't be that betting in the full-time score because I don't want to jinx my team. So that, I leave it to you, all right? I found, however, something that is a little bit more vague, doesn't necessarily tell you who is winning the game, and I'm going to go for these two markets. The over three goals market, Rasoteat is an attacking team. Athletic Club Bilbao, they have proven that in knockout competitions. They are attacking minded as well. Let's don't forget the final against Barcelona in the Super Cup. Let's don't forget the game against the Levante, for example, in the Cup semi-final. The over three goals market, I love it. That pays 390. And both teams to score pays 210. It's a very interesting game. Uh, personally, for me, for many people from Bilbao and for many people from San Sebastian, This game will mean that we'll be able to update our emotional memories uh, because Athletic Club Bilbao won their last uh, big title in 1984. I was alive, yeah, but I was only 11 months old or 10 months old. So I've been always kidding about, oh yeah, you were there, oh yeah, we took, uh, Boicochea was holding you for a second, and I am like, yeah, but I don't remember it. So it doesn't mean anything for me. And probably many Real Sociedad uh, supporters as well who are in their 30s, you know, they have heard about those stories that they won the cup, but actually they don't remember it. So we're going to update our memories this time. So hopefully Athletic Club Bilbao will win it. I need I need a title, at least one title uh, in my life uh, before, you know, uh, <laughs> before I pass away. So hopefully Athletic Club Bilbao will make me very happy this weekend. Well, passing away is uh, so far away, but it's gonna be a very special. It's gonna be a very special game for sure, and I think, from an objective perspective, let's say, Athletic they have more experience in finals for sure because they've played in the last 10 years. Some of them they've played more in Europe. Their coach also, Marcelino, is more experienced than Real Sociedad manager. But again, this is a final. This is a derby. So it's really difficult to predict and it's good for uh, the betters because the odds are quite high for both uh, ends. So if you put some money either in Atletico or in Real Sociedad, the return should be good enough. Uh, Then, one, Alvaro. One, only one more thing, Edu, uh, and this yeah. is uh, valuable information for whoever puts a bet here. Uh, since Marcelino arrived uh, to Athletic Club Bilbao, uh, uh, we have gotten 14 points out of 33. Real Sociedad have gotten 15. So since Marcelino's arrival, both teams are very similar. Uh, so take that into account before you put a bet. And as you say, the experience of Athletic de Bilbao in this competition is bigger than Real Sociedad's one. So hopefully this will this will make a difference. Let's enjoy the Copa del Rey final and let's see, Alvaro, what uh, Aka you have for us in this uh, weekend. Yeah, very easy. Uh, Levante to win, Real Madrid to win. Mm -hmm. Under two goals in Osasuna, Getafe. Yep. Barcelona to score in both halves. And that gives us... 10.68. All right, Álvaro. Then thank you very much. Enjoy the final. And next week we will see each other. And hopefully you will show even more your athletic scarf. I will wear Athletic Bilbao's t-shirt next time. Hopefully. Take care of you. Thank you very much.
Álvaro is really nervous about the Copa del Rey final. Let me know what you think about the final or any other game in the comment section. You will have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet. And if you enjoyed the videos, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. Remember that you can also listen to all our videos in our podcast. And next week we have more La Liga, we have El Clásico. So let's stay tuned.